0: This is AgriPulse Open Mic. I'm your host, Jeff Nally. Our guest this week is Senate Agriculture Chair, Pat Roberts. AgriPulse Open Mic is brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance industry provides individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber and fuel supply. AgriPulse Open Mic continues with Kansas Senator Pat Roberts next. This is AgriPulse Open Mic. Time is running short for Congress to complete a new farm bill before the end of the month deadline. U.S. Senator Pat Roberts says he and other primary leaders of the conference committee are committed to delivering the best possible policy for the nation's farmers and ranchers. In addition to a new farm bill... Roberts chaired a Senate Ag Committee hearing on trade last week in Washington and said some Trump team members are working hard to uncover new global markets for U.S. agriculture.
1: Well, we have an assistant secretary in Ted McKinney who has certainly uh, displayed uh, a lo- just a lot of experience and knowledge about this. Uh, he has been working full-time going to every possible a place where not only if we get an agreement with NAFTA, we can uh, increase our efforts to locate new markets and repair old ones. And with Greg Dowd being the lead negotiator, uh, he has done this before, and um, I think they're doing a pretty good job uh, working with Lighthizer. So we hope uh, that we can see NAFTA put back together again in a better fashion and then... Uh, uh, concentrate on some new markets. He mentioned Japan. He mentioned Vietnam. Uh, obviously, the EC, but that's a tough one to, uh, you know, to get any traction over there. But uh, they're looking at uh, new emerging markets. They mentioned Guatemala. I think you probably wouldn't think of that, but that uh, potentially is a market that would. Uh, rival mexico according to both of them but that would be about three years down the road so you had two people who really know what to do and when to do it if we can just get over the hump with nafta
0: with regard to trade it seems to have become a polar issue those who are absolutely supporting the administration and its hardline stance toward canada and especially now china and others that are very concerned about this trade agenda where does Senator Pat Roberts stand on that and where do you think your Senate AG Committee stands on this?
1: Well I think we're pretty unified. Uh people uh were very aggressive in their questions. Uh they were not aimed in particular at Greg or uh or Ted, but uh and you know, then we had the economists there trying to explain these um, um mitigation payments and uh, and the criteria behind them. They're going to issue a white paper, and um, uh, I told them to get it up here just as fast as we possibly can. I think there's a lot of head-scratching going on in farm country, understanding that if we could have a breakthrough with China and all of the things we would like to see happen with China, to have them actually uh, fulfill their WTO obligations, and there's just a whole bunch of things that uh, they are doing that uh, where they could improve dramatically. I mean, we all know that. And so, if we could get that done, that would uh, certainly be a positive. In the meantime, uh, what has happened to us, of course, is that if you have some kind of a trade dispute, well, then that country uh, comes back and retaliates. And guess who's, the, you know, guess who's the bullseye? That's agriculture. And we've seen it across the board in agriculture with a lot of trade retaliation. That's why they had the mitigation payments. Uh, we, we need to, um, really work on a consistent and predictable trade policy. Uh, we don't need to be losing markets. They're very difficult to get back. And we do do everything we can. One thing I think we ought to really take a look at is rejoining TPP. I know the president's indicated he wants to do bilateral Uh, bilateral, bilateral, but there's 11 of them over there. If if you want to send a message to China, especially when they're having their Blue Water Navy go out 200 miles from uh, the mainland, and they're doing uh, military exercises with the Russians, for kind of sake, I think if we're going to send a message, would be to do business with the TPP countries. They don't want to do business with China. They want to do business with us, and then that also means we would have their back I think that would be a strong message for trade, and I think that would be a very strong message for national security.
0: And we're at a threshold of where the Chinese have asked the WTO for uh, approval to retaliate uh, against the U.S., and President Trump talking about more tariffs on even more Chinese goods and the thought, perhaps, of negotiation here. Can that come soon enough?
1: Well, I don't know. Uh, that that question was asked uh, if, in fact... We go with um, you know more in terms of tariffs, and what does that get you? Uh, I can say right off the bat that uh, we started in with washing machines and uh, solar panels. Boom! This organ market uh, uh, went to you know where, and um, they've never recovered. And you just keep on going down the list. Uh, the mitigation payments help. But uh, we've always said we want uh, trade, not aid. So I'd be pretty careful of that, uh, given the uh, penchant that uh, uh, China seems to have to come back with retaliation.
0: With regard to the Department of Agriculture, can Secretary Purdue move the ERS and FIFA out of Washington without congressional approval?
1: I think it would be much better with congressional, uh, if not approval, um, acquiescence uh, working with the department and I emphasize that uh, uh, Senator Stavanagh and myself uh, wrote, wrote a joint letter asked the obvious questions that should be answered and we worked with the USDA I think uh, they were in favor of that as well so they could clear up some points that they knew were going to come up anyway so as soon as we get back uh, some answers to our questions there were quite a few of them and they were on point uh i think we'll be in better shape to answer that
0: the secretary has also talked about one single food safety agency and i realized that was a part of a plan of reorganizing government we've heard that before is there any more traction for that idea now
1: i think there's at least interest i don't know about traction uh but um we'll just have to see i think that's down the pecking order, really, with regards to what's going on around here,
0: earlier in the week, you spent some time back in your home state, and we're taking a look at the research that's being done for animal disease and I know that in the farm bill, there's the request for the vaccine bank now, with the African swine fever rearing its head in China and across Asia, can we take our eye off the ball of animal safety?
1: Absolutely not. Uh, we have a uh, facility in Kansas, it's called inbath uh, it's in Manhattan. A home of the ever-optimistic and fighting Wildcats, and uh, that is a $1.4 billion uh, facility. It's on time. It's on budget. Uh, maybe 2021 or it could slip to 22. We will have the capability to take a hard look at things like, uh, oh, uh, hook and mouth disease would be the most prevalent. Uh, that started many years ago when I was on the Intelligence Committee, and it was obvious uh under the Nunn-Lugar program when we visited a secret city that Russia had collected a great number of pathogens in which they could use to attack a person's or a nation's food supply. Uh, that's when all this started. That's been, what, over 20 years ago. We really have to keep our eye on the ball because these breakouts could occur and just absolutely devastate uh, a country's uh, food supply, uh, perhaps not altogether, but at least a certain crop
0: senator i'm interested now to discuss the farm bill if we can after a meeting wednesday night ranking member on the house ag committee peterson said he felt like all the cards hit the table miss stabenow your ranking member suggested it's a most challenging situation obviously september 30 is coming close and not many legislative days left for either chamber especially the house what's the plan from here especially as look to uh... to next week
1: we're going to have a um... a call to all the members uh... The schedule of the House and Senate, uh, respectively, are uh, it, it's just not helpful to us at all. Uh, when we're in session, the House is out. When the House is in, when we're out, uh, that doesn't work very well. But uh, we have agreed that we will have a phone call to set up this. Uh, I'm not saying it's the last meeting, but at least there would be a meeting next week, and uh, we would go over again uh, what we've already gone over before. But. This time around, uh, when we had our meeting last night, uh, uh, here this week, we were able to talk about uh, budget caps on each title, and that forces uh, a decision about policy. And so we were able to have very frank and candid comments. I think that helped.
0: When we're thinking about the nutrition title, the House still wanting work requirements to be tied to, and obviously in the Senate, you and Ms. Stabenow suggested that there's not votes there. Is there a line of compromise, and is there an area where uh, discrepancy could be given to the Secretary of Agriculture for states?
1: Yes, there is uh, that opportunity. But, Jeff, um, we have work requirements in place now, uh, and we have work requirements in the Senate bill. The Senate bill improves the integrity of, uh, the snap program and that also uh, protects assets or access pardon me for those uh, who really need the help and we do that by uh, increasing the oversight of states uh, we have better accuracy and tracking uh, better reporting of snap error rates uh, ending the forty two million dollar bonus payments for the states uh, were gaming the system uh, we have a great deal of reform and we also modernize the SNAP, uh, verification process. All that gets lost. Uh, there it, it took me, what, uh, 30 seconds to go into all that. But there's, and, and there's more. We have very strict, uh, uh, work requirements. Uh, also we have to address the issue of waivers. And, uh, I know the OMB is gonna come, uh, with their version of what they think an executive order by Secretary Perdue would, would look like uh we could, uh, I think, work with those folks uh, before we decide on our own uh, what that might be. But the Senate bill increases accountability uh, to improve SNAP, and we do have work requirements. What we don't do is increase the ages uh, on both sides. Uh, people that would be or that have kids, it would be 10 and under as opposed to 6 and under, and then on the other side, 50 to 59. Uh we can't we can't pass a bill uh, with those kind of uh, requirements that were in the House bill uh, in the Senate and get 60 votes.
0: I suppose it's a better question for Chairman Conway. But is the Senate provision enough to satisfy uh, the Speaker, uh, the Chairman, and the GOP in the House? Uh,
1: to be determined. <laughs> I would
0: have I would be interested with the commodity prices that we see today for corn wheat soy the base uh, bulk commodities Is that making it difficult to look at Title I provisions that might provide a better safety net
1: well not really i i I think uh, the biggest thing and uh, when we went all over the countryside uh, both individually and collectively um, with many uh, members of the act committee on the r side, and then I know Deborah did the same thing with the d s and then we had joint uh, hearings as well uh, and that was crop insurance uh, that uh, there's no problem with crop insurance that 's taken care of so that 's a real big thing right out of the way the price love the uh, the price loss coverage program and the arc program uh have been absolutely essential tools for producers, I think more uh, producers will be going to the price loss coverage uh, program, but that's up for them to decide and uh, we've heard the calls from producers to improve the programs we're working together to try to incorporate as many of those proposed changes that we can.
0: Is the budget getting in the way of writing the policy that you really want
1: well it 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 helps if you're budget neutral and then you simply uh, put that cap on uh, the various programs or the titles of the bill. There's 12 of them. And uh, you don't want to be skipping titles and having pay-fors in other sections of the bill. Uh, but it does force some very tough policy decisions. Uh, we don't want to be in the position of going way over budget. Uh, several commodities have received a lot of help in the omnibus bill that was uh, some time back. And uh, I think um, I think we can get I, I think we can get a good bill under the current budget. It's just that we have to get our work done and uh, uh, make sure that with regards to uh, the conference committee, uh, don't forget that what was it a week ago? Uh, we had 56 people taking part. I think that's a little wild and wooly, but uh, at any rate, we have nine uh countries in the Senate and forty seven in the House. So right now we have what we call the Fab Four, and that's Colin Peterson from uh Minnesota and Deb Savinoff from Michigan, myself from Kansas and obviously Mike from Texas.
0: I have two questions left if we can and I'm gonna come with the big sure. one. I'm gonna come with the big one first. Uh um, what are the sticking points? What are the what are the places that need to move now for the big four to be able to be ready to advance policy?
1: Well, I think one is uh, a suggestion uh, that we change the acreage-based requirements or eligibility, and I think uh, that's a discussion that needs to, we, we really need to further discuss that. Uh, that money would be used to go back and fix a problem, clear back, 2008 to 2012, uh, but that's just one. Uh, there are others with regards to reference prices. That's pretty expensive. Uh, I think probably the biggest one is the SNAP uh, provisions. Uh, and in that regard, uh, we we see a lot of uh, press by people who are observing this and, and making observations with the idea that the Senate bill has no work requirements. We have work requirements now. And we think our bill makes the work requirements work better, and uh I think if we can make our uh our point on that, I might point out that it was that bill that got a vote of eighty six to eleven uh The other bill in the house uh, was passed by two votes, and it was a complete uh partisan bill. I'm not trying to knock that if that was the only way that uh, that they could get that done. Why, that's the only way that they could get that done. The only way you get it done in the Senate to get 60 votes is to be bipartisan. And so uh, I think people have to understand that, and I I hope they're finally coming to that uh, realization.
0: How about conservation?
1: Yeah, conservation I think we made some, uh, uh, some agreements on, and uh, I think we need more flexibility in the bill, uh we think equip uh, is the uh, I'm not saying preferred way just to help more producers. It seems to be that program uh, would be essential, but uh, I think we've made progress on that on that uh, title.
0: Senator, here's your last question. I know that you want a farm bill and you want it on time and I know that your ranking member Ms. Stabenow does. I know Chairman Conway and ranking member Peterson. you've all mentioned how much you want to get farm policy done on time. Can you meet the September 30 deadline? And what's your message to producers now as you continue to work through what is, from the beginning, we knew going to be a difficult task?
1: Well, I would say that the farmer never would put seed to the ground if he didn't think we'd have a crop. And we think that we can uh, get an agreement. Uh, it's going to take a lot of hard work because we have some, uh, some differences of opinion that are pretty serious with regards to policy that has to be worked out. Uh if we cannot, uh you have in December really, but you're talking about a lame duck session of Congress. Uh that that could be a possibility and then if you run out of rope, uh, you always have uh, an extension uh possibility. Unfortunately, that happened in the last farm bill and it went from year to year to year. Uh, Farmers don't want that. I have been saying over and over and over again that farmers deserve predictability and certainty and that that issue is paramount over any other. So I hope if we can uh, adhere to that, we can get it done.
0: You think you'll be done after September 30th or before? To be determined. Our thanks to the distinguished chair of the Senate Agriculture Committee, Kansas Senator Pat Roberts. Our guest this week on Open Mic. AgriPulse Open Mic is brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance industry is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. For AgriPulse, I'm Jeff Dowling.